Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, the police state is so obviously here. If you believe in this thing called freaking evidence, which you would think a non-police state, in other words, a state that only prosecuted you if you committed a crime would believe in like evidence-based stuff. I'm going to show you actual evidence, one of the greatest ironies of all time, that the police state's here now. And it's not just a story that came out yesterday that, yeah, like the government was using search terms like MAGA to go use FinCEN, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, MAGA. It's not funny, but it's just so, the government doesn't even care anymore. I got that. Also, stay tuned today for yet another edition of left-wing media dipshits getting mad at Dan Bongino for noticing. They're just mad at me for noticing what they're up to. That's it. I gotta, I'm going to start to show that this one is just hilarious. Dan Bongino says it. It's a conspiracy theory. No less than a month later, the exact same story comes out by lefties. Exact same story. It's like, no, no, now it's for real. Okay, sure. Folks, you having trouble sleeping or staying asleep? Is poor sleep negatively impacting your life? Have you tried other sleep supplements but no success? I did. Listen, I talked about it for a while. I had a really tough time sleeping. Embrace the importance of a restful slumber. Read any of these articles out there now. They'll tell you sleep is the single most important thing for your health. It just is. I want to introduce you to this product I use. It's called Dream Powder. It's from Beam. Beam's Dream Powder is a hot cocoa for sleep that could transform your nights. You know me. You know it's been a game changer for me, the Dream Powder. And today, my listeners get a special discount on Beam's Dream Powder. They're science-backed hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. Better sleep is never tasted better. This is a treat too. Other sleep aids can cause that next day grogginess. You don't need that, folks. Dream contains a powerful, all-natural blend. I'd like you to look it up yourself. Reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, apigenin, and melatonin help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refresh. Like I said, look that stuff up. You'll see. This stuff works. Just mix Beam Dream into hot cocoa or milk and enjoy before bedtime. I do it. I am out. My mom used to say, going to sleep at Lily White's party. <laughs> I'm out. If you want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder, get up to 40% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino at checkout. That's shop, S-H-O-P, shopbeam, B-E-A-M, shopbeam.com slash Bongino. Use code Bongino for up to 40% off. Check it out. Better night's sleep's waiting for you. Joe, let's go, daddy-o. It be showtime, Dan. It, it is, and, and I, I obviously it's a lot to eat. He's very concerned. I'm not going to get to all the content today. So I'm going to do my best because I spent a long time putting the together to show you today. Here is another edition of Media Dipshits Mad at Dan Bongino just for noticing. That's not a, that's not, that was not a Fox News headline. That def, you have the title wrong on that. That's NBC News. There's no way I was going to say there's no way that's Fox News. Remember when NBC News put this article out by the hilarious Dan Arkin? That's not Fox. That's NBC. That's some uh, kind of typo we have there. Remember this article? Tucker Carlson stokes conspiracies, claims the United States is speeding towards assassination of Trump. Here's the subheadline. The comments presented without evidence have been picked up by other media personalities on the far right, including conspiracy theorist Alex Jones and former Fox News host Dan Bongino. Oh. There it is. Corrected edition right there. So just to be clear, ladies and gentlemen, what, what did I do? What was my prior line of work? Does anybody know? People joke say I mentioned it a lot. Well, what do you want me to do? It's what I did for 12 years. I used to be a, the, the secret squirrels. 
otherwise known as the Secret Service. I was an agent there. So all we did was analyze assassination plots and try to prevent assassination. Joe, you think in 12 years I made a few friends I may keep contact with over there? Just throwing it out there. You think? Like I, maybe yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, you're pretty yeah, friendly. Yeah, yeah, pretty friendly with some dudes. You know, I, I keep, uh, you know, me and my small circle of people. So when someone calls me and says, hey, listen, I'm really worried about President Trump's safety because of X, Y, and Z, someone who has expertise in the subject matter arena of presidential assassinations, i.e. like a Secret Service guy, I get a little concerned. And then I bring it up on the air. But of course, go back to that headline saying Daniel Arkin, one of the dumbest people in the media, of course, called it a conspiracy theory with zero evidence whatsoever that it was a conspiracy theory. Zero. Matter of fact, I asked Daniel Arkin who he spoke to in the Secret Service or elsewhere that told me that the threat against Donald Trump was fake, fictitious or made up. I asked him and he had no answer. Why? Because he's a piece of shit and he just made the story up. That's why. So remember, that was a big conspiracy theory. Look at this. Pops at the hill yesterday. Now, when left wing lunatics talk about it, now all of a sudden it's real. Hill article yesterday. Again, showing you they're only mad at me for noticing. The Hill, Jacob Ware. Assassination attempts are on the rise worldwide. Is the U.S. next? How about that? (laughs) How about that? How can they be on the rise worldwide? Gee, go back to the first one. I thought it was a conspiracy theory. Now they're wondering if the U.S. is next. Former Fox News host Dan Bongino, Tucker Carlson, still conspiracies claim U.S. is speeding towards assassination of Trump. Back to the hill, if you would, my friend. Moving on. Again, folks, you're at least three months ahead of the news cycle. And to Dan Arkin, you can go fuck yourself, okay? You don't know shit. You never knew shit. You made that article up because you don't know anything and you were looking for clickbait. You have no contacts in the Secret Service at all. I do. You don't give a shit what happens to Donald Trump or anyone else. You just wrote that article because you want to impugn my integrity uh, when you really went and impugned yours. Got it? Get ready for another edition here. Another one of let's get mad at Dan Bongino for noticing things in advance that the left wing media does themselves. Just listen to them. This is the World Economic Forum edition. You see what's going on in Davos right now? The World Economic Forum? where they're plotting right now to give you the middle finger and take away all your civil liberties. Ladies and gentlemen, when these people at the World Economic Forum and elsewhere talk about controlling your lives, control, and taking away of individual liberties, they mean it. All you've got to do is listen to them. So get ready for it, because I said, another edition today of Just Get Mad at Dan Bongino if you're a left-wing dipshit like Dan Arkin for noticing. I'm just going to play for you here what people have said at the World Economic Forum This year and last year, as you see, these people are clearly plotting a big government takeover of your individual liberties, economic, educational, and healthcare freedom. Now, you can call it a conspiracy theory all you want. I would just like you to listen to these people's own words. You could say, well, they have no power. They just influence people in power. But isn't that the point? Let's start with the IMF uh, head to China, a guy by the name of Eswar Prasad. Here he is talking about uh, the WEF and their love affair with central bank digital currencies. That is a government digital money where they can take it away from you. They can put a timestamp on your money. Hey, you better spend this money by next week or the government's going to take it. The taxation comes right out of you digitally. You don't even have to file taxes because the government steals it right away. 
Here they are talking about this programmable currency. And he even notes that the government could put a timestamp on it and take it away. These people, again, is it a big conspiracy theory, central bank digital currencies, or are these people talking about it in an open form and we're just reporting on it? Just get mad at Dan Bongino for noticing. Check this out. If you think about the benefits of digital money, there are huge potential gains. It's not just about uh, digital forms of physical currency. You can have programmability, you know, um, units of central bank currency with expiry dates. You could have, as I argue in my book, a potentially better and yeah, some people might see there a darker world where the government decides that units of central bank money can be used to purchase some things, but not other things that it deems less desirable. Again, folks, another Dan Bongino conspiracy theory that central bank digital currencies could be programmed so you can only buy certain things that the government wants. Or did that dude just say it? Did he just say it? Did he practice in my karate today? Because karate man, some of you know that. Karate man feel pain on the inside. I'm sure Dan Arkin will write another article about Dan Pagino's promoting a conspiracy theory that central bank digital currencies will be programmable. <laughs> By the way, this is why I like Donald Trump. Just the news. Donald Trump vows to block central bank digital currency. My guy. This was from uh, a couple of years ago with the World Economic Forum. I just don't want you to think, by the way, that this is just this. This is an ongoing thread for these globalists in their never ending effort to try to take away your freedoms. Here's a guy at the World Economic Forum talking about a carbon tracker, a carbon tracker to, to, to keep track of the carbon you use in your life, basically to tell you, oh, you commute to work 60 miles every day. Yeah, you're taking up too much carbon. Uh, you can't travel next year. You've already used your carbon allotment. No, they haven't said that there. OK, listen to yourself. We're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Hmm. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something that we're working on. Sure, it's another conspiracy theory. Time again to get mad at Dan Bongino just for noticing the That's CBDC, eight. the carbon eight. tracker. This this future dystopia looks glorious, doesn't it, Joe? Uh, they're tracking your carbon every day. You get a specific allotment of where you can go and where you can't and how much energy you can use in your house to keep it cool in the hot Florida sun in the summer. Sorry, keep your AC at 80. Carbon allotment's up. Uh, okay, I'm just going to go out and buy an indoor air conditioner. Actually, you can't. You have a CBDC and we're going to disallow those purchases in Florida because it's too much greenhouse gas emissions. Oh, hey, what? Oh, that's all right. You know, it'll be hot in my house. Someone could break in because I have the windows open. At least I'll get a gun. Sorry, CBDC. Not allowed to spend it at a gun shop either. So glad they're watching out for us, man. <laughs> right, that, right, Joe? You, I feel the same way. So good to have that big brother just hugging us. So cozy, isn't it? It's like it's a, a dog nestling with its owner, isn't it? Feels so great to have these just benevolent knights caressing us all. With, oh, we love you, you little deplorable smellies, you <laughs> redneck hayseed Walmart people. We'll take care of you. We're the smart ones. Here's the kind of people, by the way, at the World Economic Forum. And folks, again, if you're a lefty like Dan Arkin, who's about to write some conspiracy theory article about this stuff, even though I'm just playing the wrong words. 
World Economic Forum. What do you think this is, a big conspiracy? It's not like world leaders go there to talk to each other, except for the fact that world leaders are there talk, talking to each other. So weird. John Kerry, Jake Sullivan, the PP tape guy, they're all, they're all there. So if it's not serious, then why is it serious? I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm not sure. Check this out. Here's some lunatic at the World Economic Forum. I want you to listen really close because this is where we're coming to. This is what's next. She's talking about this new buzz term on the left. Woke? No, no, not woke. That's an old buzz term. There's a new one. It's called ecocide. The idea that somehow human <laughs> beings are so... <laughs> this, this is their latest... That's it. That's what they're doing. This is the latest thing they're whining about. You're absolutely... It's ecocide. It's not wokeness. This is the new thing. That we're all killing the globe slowly but surely like some kind of virus on planet Earth. Not that God gave us the planet. That we're some kind of virus that should be... So ecocide's happening... But I want you to listen to who she says or implies is causing this ecocide. You will be the new climate criminals moving forward if you fit, pay very close attention to the end of this. This is the kind of stuff world leaders are digesting down their sick, diseased throats. Check this out. Ecocide as a word is becoming more, it's becoming better known around the world. And the concept is generally mass damage and destruction of nature. Um, but legally speaking, um, what our organization and other collaborators aim to do is to have this recognized legally as a serious crime. Because one of the issues that sort of pervades all of this discussion is that we have a kind of cultural, very ingrained habit of not taking damage to nature as seriously as we take damage to people and property. Um, and that, I mean, you know, if you're campaigning for human rights, at least you know mass murder, torture, all of these things are serious crimes. But there's no equivalent in the environmental space. Um, and so, and, and you know, unlike a, an international crime like genocide that in, involves a specific intent, with ecocide, what we see is actually what people are trying to do, what businesses are trying to do is make money, is, you know, is farm, is fish, is do all of these things that are, um, you know, producing energy and so on um, as well. But what's it, what's missing is the awareness and the conscience around the side effects, around the collateral damage that happens with that. You farmers, you fishermen, are they the new climate criminals moving forward? Folks, I want you to understand the world's most powerful people gather to get ideas about how to govern, how to manage global bureaucracies from these people. If it didn't matter and it wasn't a serious thing, then why does it matter to people who are serious going over there to talk about serious things. If this is all some conspiracy theory, the Great Reset and all this stuff, then why do they all gather to talk to each other about it if it's unserious? I don't understand. Jake Sullivan, our national security advisor, and John Kerry, the climate czar, are over there or were over there this past week. If this isn't a serious thing, why are they wasting taxpayer dollars? Again, I'm sure Dan Arkin's got a piece ready to go, how it's some big conspiracy theory that people are talking about ecocide and the contributions of farmers and fishermen to killing the earth, except that I actually played the video for you and it happened right there. You're all going to be climate criminals soon. No, Dan, I have human rights. I have rights. Really? The World Economic Forum doesn't believe that. Here's Yuval Harari. Now, this wasn't at the World Economic Forum. This is at a different speech he gave. But I play this guy all the time because this is one of those guys, again, that whenever you discuss this guy and how prominent he is among leftist thinkers, people call you a big conspiracy theorist, except for the fact that this guy's been on 60 Minutes, the Obamas, everybody loves this guy. Here's his version 
of why you have no human rights and they're one big fiction because he can't like measure it like the mitochondrial activity of a cell. Take a listen. Today in the world, many, maybe most legal systems are based on this idea, this belief in human rights. But human rights are just like heaven and like God. It's just a fictional story that we've invented and spread around. It may be a very nice story. It may be a very attractive story. We want to believe it, but it's just a story. It's not a reality. It is not a biological reality. Just as jellyfish and woodpeckers and ostriches have no rights, homo sapiens have no rights also. Take a human, cut him open, look inside, you find their blood and you find the heart and lungs and kidneys, but you don't find there any rights. The only place you find rights is in the fictional stories that humans have invented and spread around. This guy's hilarious. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy cracks me up because he can't visually observe it. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't visually observe gravity either. You can observe the effects of it, correct? You can see an apple like Newton saw falling from a tree. You can see it, but you can't actually observe gravitrons and the bending of space-time, right? So gravity doesn't exist either? This is the kind, I mean, this is the kind of bullshit that the left is hearing at the World Economic Forum. Folks, these people are getting ready to slowly dissolve away every one of your civil liberties and take control like you've never seen before. And if it wasn't happening, I wouldn't report on it on my show. If there wasn't mass geofencing happening, targeting of MAGA people using financial institutions, mass censorship, bills all over the world and legislation to promote central bank digital currencies, I wouldn't be addressing this. This isn't a conspiracy theory show. This is a conspiracy reality show. I'm just playing for you their own words and their own actions. You know, the biggest compliment you can ever give me during my show, I get it in the Rumble chat and on Facebook a lot. I got a few emails about it recently, too, for people who remember my email when he sent it out back in the day. Is Dan, I come to your show every day because you bring the receipts and the facts to back it up, and I feel like I actually learned something. There's nothing nicer you can say to me. Nothing. There was some sanity, however, at the World Economic Forum. I want you to listen to this. You're going to listen to the translator's voice because uh, Javier Malay speaks Spanish. He uh, now is in charge of Argentina, trying to set the country on a straight and narrow on a capitalism and freedom path. He went to the World Economic Forum and just torched these idiots in front of their face, telling them about how what kind of shit collectivism and socialism is. This was awesome. Just a few minutes of a check this out. We're uh, here to tell you that collectivist experiments are never the solution to the problems that afflict the citizens of the world. Rather, they are the root cause. Do believe me, no one better place than us, Argentines, to testify. I love it. He goes there and torches these idiots to their face about their collectivist anti-freedom and liberty uh, agenda. Awesome. I want to take a quick break and I want to get to kind of the, 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 the finish on this WEF section because Jamie Dimon made a lot of news yesterday. CEO of a major financial institution, JP Morgan, came out yesterday. He was on CNBC at the World Economic Forum and just blew the whole media ecosystem up because nobody expected him to say this. You may have got a teaser, but this is more important then you think, listen, I don't trust any of these guys. I don't trust politicians either, but I'd rather take a positive compliment than not. Doesn't mean you should trust them. I want to be crystal clear. Let me take a quick break, folks. We've got a great new sponsor. I'm really proud to have them on board. We've been growing our sponsor base. We've got new companies coming in. 
you know that a high percentage of life-saving antibiotics that are used by our neighbors, friends, and family members come from outside the U.S.? We could be depending on a supply chain from China to save people we love. You know how scary that is? Listen, don't get caught unprepared. This, let me just show because this is super important. This is one of the most important spots we're going to do. Paul and I spend more time than I care to really admit in the show researching the best way to keep our family prepared in the event of an emergency. A lot. I, I think it's my kind of prior line of work. I'm not getting caught in an emergency. Water, food, most important medication. This is Jace Medical. This is my pack, my actual pack right here. You can see there are life-saving medicines in here. This is my specific pack. You can see the inside. Comes with a guidebook too. Jace Medical. This is a pack of essential antibiotics to help treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, GI infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and others. Jace Medical. Here's the pack right here. Visit Jace. It's J-A-S-E, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Fill out a quick form. I did it like that for you and your family and review the terms. Your form will be reviewed by a board-certified physician. And if you're eligible, your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. And you will be prepared, prepared, prepared. Don't forget to use my promo code Bongino at checkout, my last name for an extra discount. Jace Medical. This is my actual pack right here. Comes with a guidebook. This is an absolutely indispensable product for your life. Jace Medical and its products are not intended as a substitute for professional medical treatment or advice. Consult with your healthcare provider. Again, Jace Medical. JaceMedical.com. J-A-S-E Medical.com. Go today. Please don't wait. You know what's, we're in a lot of trouble. Don't wait. Okay, back to the show. So why is Jamie Dimon JP Morgan Chase CEO. Why is he so apparently nervous about Trump that he went on CNBC, a left-wing channel yesterday, and started defending the MAGA crowd? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the writing's on the wall, and they're starting to see right now that there is a damn good chance. Don't get out ahead of yourself. The primary's not even over yet. But there's a damn good chance we can all acknowledge, based on the polling, that Donald Trump is going to be the next president. And a lot of people are having to change their diapers. Watch the J.P. Morgan guy do kind of a U-turn on Donald Trump and a MAGA crowd. Check this. This was at the WEF. I wish the Democrats would think a little more carefully when they talk about MAGA, you know, and you, if you travel this country, you know, and the country's unbelievable. We took our bus trip this year and Leslie Picker was on Spokane and Boise and Bozeman. People are growing. They're hungry to grow. They're innovating. It's, it's everywhere. It's not just Silicon Valley. So we've got this great hand. But when people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump and they think they're voting and they're basically scapegoating them that you are like him. Uh, and but I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. Now, if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He's kind of right about NATO. Kind of right about immigration. Mm-hmm. He grew the economy quite well. China, Trade, China ta- virus. Tax reform worked. Mm-hmm. He was right about some of China. I don't th- I don't like no, what he did. No, I said China virus. Yeah, I understand. When he, when he may have been right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things about I Mexico. I don't like. But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues. And that's why they're voting for him. Folks, what's happening here? You know, it's not my job to just play cuts and go, oh, look, uh, J.P. Morgan guy likes Trump. He doesn't like Trump. Folks, don't trust any of these guys, period. You understand? What's happening? These people are transactional. Trump is a transactional guy, but so are these business people. They're starting to figure out that Biden at this point, is looking very likely to lose a presidential nomination, uh, excuse me, the presidential contest versus Donald Trump if they're both the nominees. 
the numbers look absolutely atrocious. As a business guy, he's doing spreadsheets just like Trump is. He's saying now Trump might have been a liability before. Holy shit, if this guy's the president for the next four years, I need this guy to be an asset. That's the only reason he's changing his mind. And the Biden catastrophe is turning into an ongoing train wreck. Look at this. This stuff is not irrelevant. Did you see this go crazy on TikTok? This video went nuclear. This is the kind of stuff you cannot pay for in politics. It's just some regular guy on TikTok, absolutely stunned by the state of the economy and the prices blowing up through the roof everywhere. This kind of stuff is what resonates with people. He's obviously not from what we know, some paid influencer dude. He's not a campaign operative. He's just pissed off about Bidenomics. Bidenomics is a disaster and Joe Biden won't let it go. And Jamie Dimon and everyone else knows that they're running right off the cliff with this stuff. Check this out. Why is everything so damn expensive? Four years ago, my rent was $1,200 a month at a luxury apartment complex. It is now $2,100, not even including utilities. I went to the grocery store yesterday, right? And got three bags of chips, some ground turkey, and some vegetables. And it was $67. What? My car insurance from four years ago until now, with no tickets, no wrecks, no nothing on my driver's record, has gone from $130 to $240 per month. Three years ago, my electric bill was averaging $45. Now it's averaging $125. You go and get a tank of gas once a week, and you're dropping 70 bucks. I mean, a guy can't even buy a can of dip for less than $8. $8 for a can of dip? What the fuck? Folks, you can't pay for that kind of stuff. This is everywhere. The problem Joe Biden has is he's not running against the hypothetical. Wait, I need you guys to understand this and ladies out there in the listening audience, I'll make this point quick and clean. When you run for president as an incumbent, you are rarely, if ever, in U.S. history running against the guy who was the president. It's happened before, but it's not in any way frequent or even close to it. You're usually running against some new jack, senator or governor, saying, here's what I'm going to do. So you're running against a hypothetical. The problem Biden has is pre-COVID, which wasn't Trump's fault. I mean, COVID was a global disaster. Pre-COVID, everybody remembers what Trump actually did as the president. So they have a comparative metric, a baseline. This is, this guy is going to get buried. And as Trump closes in on the nomination, I was going to play this the other day. You can expect more freakouts like this. Remember Rachel Maddow and her expose on Trump's taxes and everything? It's showing you these people have no capacity for embarrassment. You can expect more of this going forward. I just wanted to remind you, this is how crazy the media was. This is when Maddow pretended to have a big expose on Donald Trump's taxes and aired on the air that Donald Trump pays about 28 to 30 percent of his income in taxes on the air. And acted like it was a big conspiracy and couldn't figure out how to get out of the segment without looking like an asshole. 
Remember this? Watch this. What I have here uh, is a copy of Donald Trump's tax returns. We have his federal tax return for one year for 2005. I believe this is the only set of the president's federal taxes that reporters have ever gotten a hold of. Uh, what we have are these two pages, front and back, from the same 1040 form that you might have filled out when you file your taxes. Um, and in terms of what's on here, let me give you the basics. Um, aside from the numbers being large, uh, these pages are straightforward. He paid uh, $38 million, looks like $38 million in taxes. Uh, he took a big write-down of $103 million. More on that later. Uh, if you add up the lines for income, he made more than $150 million in that year. Mazel tov. Uh, we got these pages. We got this document today from a Pulitzer Prize-winning investigative journalist who's better on financial matters than almost anybody else in the business. His name is David K. Johnston. Uh, these pages turned up the other day in his mailbox. David will join us live here in just a moment. Um, but because nobody has had the president's taxes before, we didn't know what to expect. Um, when we showed this 2005 return to the White House to ask him if it's real, uh, we sent this over to the White House tonight, and the White House responded basically with, yep. <laughs> I'm watching the chat. The chat's hilarious. You guys are awesome. The, the, the Dirk Diggler. Look at that. Kid's got that. Look at these sticky finger hands with this thing. The modeling guy. Folks, the Dirk Diggler. The Dirk must have seen the Marky Mark movie. The Dirk Diggler in the chat. He's like, what a cell phone. You think? She's on the air like, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, I guess Donald Trump pays his taxes. No shit, Sherlock. I told you. She aired that. That was actually, Gee's like, I remember that one. So do I. Folks, why else is the Biden campaign in the can right now? People like Jamie Dimon and the World Economic Great Reset crowd are freaking out. I got more coming up next. Creepy Biden is back, folks. Creepy kids sniffer and the skip. The Biden skip is back. Joe, you got your thing ready? The, the Biden skip is back. Oh. He said it right. Did he ever? No, it really did never leave. But this one's good, folks. This one's good because he's like, he looks at a guy first and he's like, ready for it. He like, like he's like a linebacker and he's like, <laughs> you got to watch it. This is hilarious. Folks, quick break. Are you tired of scrolling through TV shows, finding all the same garbage, mind-numbing content on TV? It's terrible. There's a bunch of lib content out there. It doesn't resonate with a lot of you. Don't waste your time. Instead, use that time to learn something new and inspiring. This is awesome. Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important subjects at hand. Learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the real meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church. These courses are amazing. All of it's available for free. Constitution 101 is my personal favorite, the meaning and history of the Constitution. It's a 12-lecture course. Explore the design and purpose of the Constitution. Out-debate all your friends. The challenges it faced during the Civil War, how it's been undermined for more than a century by these progressive libs out there. The course is self-paced. Start whenever, wherever you want. Pause it. Enroll now in Constitution 101. Our country needs more Americans who understand the Constitution and can defend the freedom of the American people. Bookmark this site today. Get ready. It's hillsdale.edu, not .com. It's .edu. Hillsdale.edu slash Bongino. Hillsdale.edu slash Bongino to start. It's free. It's easy to get started. Hillsdale.edu slash Bongino. Start today. You will absolutely love it. Our last sponsor today is Helix. As you can tell by my 
energy level today, I got a good night's sleep last night. You're missing out if you're not sleeping well on a Helix mattress. Helix, the best mattress out there, offers 20 unique mattresses for big, tall, short, wide, even special ones for kids. To find the perfect fit for you, Helix provides a 100-night in-home sleep trial. No matter your sleeping position, Helix is the answer. Memory foam, hybrid, all the more responsive to the individual with enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating. Helix about comfort, care, and a great night's sleep. My Helix mattress, the Midnight Lux, is the best I've slept on. The setup was fast and super easy. Don't just take my word for it. GQ and Wired Magazine have named Helix their number one mattress. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz at helixsleep.com slash Dan. Find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. As a bonus, Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and, and two free pillows for my listeners. That's a lot. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan, H-E-L-I-X, and use code HELIXPARTNER20, HELIXPARTNER20. It's our best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Thanks, Helix. We appreciate it. Okay, back to the show. Why is Biden in trouble? Ladies and gentlemen, I haven't done one of these in a while. Creepy Joe is back. Watch Creepy Joe sniffing on this girl again. And young ladies have this antenna for creepos, and she senses right away she's got a problem with the kid sniffer. Check this out. I do. Yes. This poor kid. This poor kid, a young lady there. It's got this like creepy uh, poltergeist to Reverend Kane. You're all gonna die. Guy sniffing all over her. This kid sniffing, bribe taking, inappropriate shower taking, a CCP money taking, international bribery loser, always sniffing, a plagiarizing, sociopathic, lying, just disgusting human being, woman feeling zero, sniffing on. Why are you sniffing everyone? And why is he doing this again? Watch the skip. The skip here is, watch this one. This is good. Okay, here's the first, there's two. All right, there's the skip. Watch the second one. There's a, there's a, the second one's even, the second one's even more. And then he goes, it looks, total silence. Here we go. Nobody knows what to do. He doesn't even know what to say. Creepy Joe doesn't even know what to say. He's sitting there. He's like, after the double skip, he does the double skip and nobody is saying, there's no excitement for this guy at all. Listen, I worked with three presidents. Here's the skip. Here's skip number two. He got tired after the first skip. Did you see the second skip is slower? Key, can you run that again? The first skip, all of his ATP, creatine, phosphokinase, glycogen stores, and ketones got burned on this two-second skip. And that's why the second skip is so much slower than the first skip. Because he burned all his energy score. Here we go. First skip. Here we go. First skip. And there's the second one. Second one, he's got no gas left. The tank is, the tank is empty. The tank is empty. First skip. There we go. Energy's gone. Second skip. Folks, this guy is running to be the president of the United States when he's not sniffing kids. He's skipping around. But don't worry, though. Let's get to some serious stuff. In case you think I'm just like unnecessarily poking fun at this guy. At least he's got a hold of the international national security ecosystem. And at least everybody's afraid of the United States again, right? Because we don't want people like taking advantage of the United States. Joe, he he told Iran, which is good. Iran, death to America. He told Iran in his own words here, don't worry, man. He definitely warned him like not to toy with us again. This was about, I don't know, three, four days ago when he said this. So this is good. Like Joe Biden's like laying down the law. Check this out. I've already delivered the message to Iran. They know I'm not to do anything. They know not to mess around. He's already delivered the message. 
It was a, he's very strong. It was a day later, the right scoop. Iran fires missiles into Iraq to destroy foreign spy center. Here's Joe Biden's co-chair. Was it Jeffrey Katzenberg's? Asked a simple question. He's got Twinkies next to him. J.B. Pritzker, who again, can't control his eating. An obese monstrosity like I've never seen, the governor of Illinois. Uh, here they're asked a simple question. Hey, you guys are like the big democracy guys, right? The Democrat Party. I mean, Democrat, democracy, right? Isn't it kind of weird you're trying to kick Trump off the ballot in like the most anti-democratic move we've ever seen in U.S. history? I want you to look at the co-chair of his campaign. He's like, ah, oh, I don't really know how to answer that. I'll turn it over to Twinkies here if he can put the Twinkie down. Here, take a look. You said that voters will decide the election. Does the campaign feel as undemocratic for a presidential candidate to be set off the ballot? I don't know. I've, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> The Supreme Court's going to decide that. Uh, that's not something that's not a, a, a Democratic Party position. Uh, it's just that in various states, people, individuals, uh, have taken this uh, issue up. And, and we're going to hear from the Supreme Court shortly, I'm sure. I mean, it's crazy, right? Like, we're the anti-Democratic fascists, yet... <laughs> I have no control over this show anymore. Guy and Tony have just take, taken over. These guys, like, Joe does his thing with the audience. He's got, I have no control of my own show. It's not even a Dan Bongino show anymore. I'm just like an auxiliary guest on this show right now. They just, like, do their own thing. He's like, this is what I see. It's what a lot of people see. Put the freaking Twinkies down, bro. This is supposed to be the party of democracy, right? That we're all the fascists. Yet they're the ones that weaponize the FBI, weaponize the intelligence community, claim the Hunter Biden laptop was fake, trying to kick Trump off the ballot, are investigating his lawyers, investigating his family, making up fake fraud charges, suing him, running on campaigns as the attorney general of New York and prosecuting a guy who did nothing wrong and hunting down a person in search of a crime rather than a crime in search of a person. But yeah, the Democrat Party, they're all about democracy. That's why I don't call them the Democratic Party. I call them the Democrat Party because there's nothing, there's nothing democratic about this party. What else happened the other day? Oh, look at this shit. We found out that the entire time that the FBI was quiet on it, the intelligence community told us the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian. Miranda Devine found this out in a new court filing the other day that the Department of Justice knew the laptop was real the entire time because it basically married up with information they found on the cloud. So strange. She actually has the court filing as well. They knew it the entire time. You think you're not living in a police state? You're living in a police state right now, folks. There it is, right there. Investigators later came into possession of the defendant's Apple MacBook Pro, which he left at a computer store. A search warrant was obtained for the laptop, and the results of the search were largely duplicative of information investigators had already obtained from Apple. In other words, what they had on Hunter Biden was what they had on the laptop, i.e. it was his laptop, and they knew the whole time. But that doesn't stop these dipshits, I was going to say something different, even worse, because I can't stand these people from lying. Here's Peppermint Patty, Jen Psaki. Here's Jen Psaki when she was asked about the laptop. Keep in mind, the Department of Justice had already known that this laptop was real. Here she is lying to your face because that's what they do best about the provenance of the laptop. Check this out. The president has said, and you have tweeted, that allegations of wrongdoing based on files pulled from Hunter Biden's laptop are Russian disinformation. There is a new book 
My Politico reporter that finds some of the files on there are genuine. Is the White House still going with Russian disinformation? I think it's broadly known and widely known, Peter, that there was a broad range of Russian disinformation back in 2020. Okay. Disgusting. Garbage person. Absolute liar. I mean, of course, she's she's defending the kids sniffing, woman sniffing, child showering. A uh, woman feeling plagiarizing, sociopathic piece of human garbage, Joe Biden. So, of course, she's going to be a liar herself. She knew, but keep I want you to understand and keep in mind. She absolutely knew that laptop was real when she said that. You all understand that, correct? She knew that. So did Dan Goldman, another scumbag, another piece of garbage. He's a congressman who sold his soul a long time ago. Absolute piece of human garbage. He knows 100 percent the Hunter Biden laptop is real. Here he is in a congressional hearing. With Michael Schellenberger, again, this is just a couple months ago, promoting the ridiculous conspiracy theory that the Hunter Biden laptop was some Rudy Giuliani plant, even though the court filing itself says the DOJ and FBI have already authenticated the laptop. Here's this piece of garbage. You have no idea. You know, hard drives can be manipulated. Are you suggesting the New York Post participating in a conspiracy to construct the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop? (laughs) No, sir. The problem is that hard drives can be manipulated by Rudy Giuliani or Russia. What's the evidence that that happened? Well, there is actual evidence of it. But the point is, it's not no evidence. So you're engaging in a conspiracy. I'm glad. Will Dan Goldman, will Dan Arkin, by the way, from NBC in the beginning, will he write an article about this conspiracy theorist? Of course they won't. They, they, you know, listen, ladies and gentlemen, if I may for a second. Oh. I'm having a moment because I'm, I'm too energetic today. There's uh, too much going on. Too many, I don't know. Maybe too much blackout. I got too much going on. I want to say this seriously. It sucks sometimes being part of the conservative news ecosystem. It sucks because there are two standards. They don't care about the hypocrisy of that because it's hierarchy to them and they don't really care. It's not about that there are two standards. They don't really care. It's one standard. We're in charge and you're not. But there's no question that if you're in the conservative media ecosystem, that you are held to a 100% standard where if you make one slip up, you're a conspiracy theorist forever. Now, I'll say there's a slight positive to that. And I want you to pay close attention to this. It makes you not only do your homework, but do extra homework. We always back this show up with the receipts every time because I understand I'm held to a different standard than lefties are. But the disappointing part about this is it doesn't matter what you say on the left, Eric Swalwell, Adam Schiff, two known scumbags, Joe Biden, a career liar and plagiarist, a man who hasn't told the truth about anything of significance his entire life. His crack using son from the laptop. There are videos and pictures of him using crack. Dan Goldman, just a known bullshit artist. Jen Saki, Karine Jean Pierre. There's no amount of lying you can do, none, where you will ever be called out for your dishonesty, ever. It really is like the, the, the one positive is you're on the right side of the morals and ethics and the arc of history. But there's no question we're living with scumbags. Look at this piece of garbage. Here's Joe Biden during the debate of supercut. Here's only about a minute. Here's Joe Biden repeatedly insisting that his the crack using son on the crack laptop with the sex pictures. Here's Joe Biden scum, absolute human garbage, claiming it's some kind of Russian plant when it, they'd already authenticated the laptop and he knew it. Watch this. 
50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. They have said that this is has all the care for five former heads of the CIA. Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. This is classic Trump. We have four days left and all of a sudden there's a laptop. There's overwhelming evidence that from the intelligence community that the Russians are engaged. I still think that the stories from the fall about your son Yes, yes, yes. I know you'd ask it. I have no response. It's another smear campaign. It's a last ditch effort in this desperate campaign to smear me and my family. The vast majority of the intelligence people have come out and said there's no basis at all. And now we get this bombshell yesterday. After weaponizing the intelligence community to steal an election, steal an election, steal an election, steal an election. Joe, we're not allowed to say that. Maybe we should say it twice more. Steal an election by hiding the single most pernicious piece of information that would have unquestionably altered the election. The fact that his son, his son's laptop with all of this information about their international influence peddling scheme was real, was hidden by scumbags in the media. Now we find out that the police state that covered for him and more filth that now we find out that they've been targeting people, as we see from this House of Representatives thing, that we find out that they've been targeting keywords like MAGA. Now, this is from Jim Jordan in the House of Representatives. You can see it right there. The materials included a document represent, uh, recommending the use of generic terms like Trump and MAGA to search Zelle payment messages, as well as FinCEN analysis. Nobody better to talk about this than me. You know what FinCEN is? You should. It's the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. Basically, here's what it is. When I was an agent investigating financial crimes with the Secret Service, I, if I was investigating Joe Armacost, I would send Joe bank account numbers, his social over to FinCEN and say, what do you got? And they'd send you back information. FinCEN goes out and does an analysis themselves. It's kind of like a government repository everyone can use if they're investigating financial crimes. They were investigating MAGA and Trump. If that sounds like political targeting, that's because it is. Come on, Dan, you're full of shit. How did you get that? AI. <laughs> Play that again. That's freaking hilarious. You Come on, Dan. You're full of shit. <laughs> um, let me be clear. Joe is right. <laughs> it's just wrong. You got to prepare me for that. That's too funny. Now I can't remember where I was. That's freaking so hilarious. Folks, we live in the police state right now. Using FinCEN to target MAGA people? And go pull financial records? We're already there. Now, here's the hilarious part about the left. I just pulled this because, you know, the left loves Roe v. Wade, even though we've now had precedent overturning it. Remember when the left for decades argued that there was a fictional right to privacy to kill a baby in the womb, Roe v. Wade? It's incredible how they made it up. You can even see it on this reproductive rights website they have over here. I just pulled this today. Center for Reproductive Rights. It protects the individual right to privacy, including the right to abortion prior to fetal viability. So with Roe v. Wade, the left magically claimed that you had this right to privacy to kill a baby in the womb, which was really strange. But you don't have the right to privacy in your bank account if you're a MAGA or Trump guy. Showing you again that it's not hypocrisy, it's hierarchy. 
The left doesn't give a shit that you notice that they made up a right to privacy to kill babies, but think you have no right to privacy in your actual bank account. The police state's already here. Look at this political piece came out today. It's a political piece about secret courts inside Biden's secret surveillance court. They Basically, what's happening is this transatlantic data. The White House has this opaque new forum that could affect national security and privacy rights. And what they're doing is trading in your data. The police state's already here, folks. Remember the geofencing scandal from January 6th, where the government was asking banks and airlines and, and phone companies, hey, whose cell phone number appeared on the National Mall for the January 6th Stop the Steal rally? Report, FBI relied heavily on Google geofence warrants. Where's your privacy? Uh, if you want to whack a kid in a womb, the left says privacy, really important in the Constitution. What about privacy for my phone number of bank records? Ah, F that. You don't have any of that shit. Who told you that? My data? Ah, we're giving it to the Europeans. Whatever. Folks, these people are garbage. They're absolute scum. These people are human garbage. You don't understand how bad this stuff is until you do this for a living and you research it every single day. I shouldn't say most of you do understand because you watch this show. And they are absolute liars. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre, garbage person, absolute garbage. The administration is cold busted yesterday, lying about a drowning incident in the Rio Grande by illegal immigrants who drowned. Tragic incident nonetheless. But they claim that Texas blocked the Border Patrol for saving them. When in fact, the Border Patrol didn't even find out about the incident till it had been an hour past. They just the administration just made the story up. You think Corrine Jean-Pierre would have a little human dignity and apologize? She's called out by Jackie Heinrich yesterday at Fox. Zero human dignity at all. Here they are doubling down on the bullshit because they know the media will back them up. Take a listen. The administration admitted as much in their court filing. They, they acknowledged that in their court filing, but the statement from the White House implies that Texas was responsible and a number of outlets were forced to issue corrections and editor's notes because of that White House statement. So will the White House amend that statement? So let's be sensitive here. Three people died. Three migrants died. Two children and a woman. That was devastating. Devastating situation, heartbreaking situation. So let's be really mindful of what we're talking about here. I want to take a step back and uh, and um, just as you're talking about our statement, uh, look, as I, as I mentioned, a woman and two children died. They drowned near Eagle Pass, which is, as I said, devastating. And that Texas officials blocked Border Patrol from accessing the area. She's, folks, I don't know what to tell you. She's just making this up. Because she has zero human dignity, has no character, no morals, and no ethics. She's making that story up. I would love to say to you, I'll provide some receipts on this, but I just did yesterday. I showed you the DOJ's own filing saying that's all fake. But it doesn't matter. She just repeats it again. Why is this happening? Not just highlighting this to poke fun at these idiots and the tragedy of our government lying to our face. It's happening for a reason. We have garbage scum in the media that absolutely refuses to do their job outside of Jackie Heinrich and Ducey. Nobody asks any questions in that room. Maybe Simon Atiba, too. That's it. They just let this administration lie about laptops, drownings. And I love how she invoked Joe. Did you see what she did? We got to take this seriously. People died. No shit. You lied about it. You disgusting piece of garbage. 
here she is getting called out again. She just completely makes this up that the Republicans have a bill out there designed to cut border patrol agents. The Rep- Nobody knows where she got this from. She just made it up. The Washington Post of all people, these leftist goons have already said this is fake. You think she'd apologize? Here she goes again. Lying piece of garbage. No one in the media. Nobody in the media. Even the Post is like, hey, listen, we got to be careful. You think the press room be all over? Hey, you got to stop lying about it? No. Nope. Check this out. Why are you repeating this false claim that Republicans voted to reduce the number of Border Patrol agents, even though the Washington Post gave the administration three Pinocchios for that? So we don't believe it's a false claim. Uh, our statements were very direct here. Uh, last year, House GOP voted, uh, voted, and not only did they vote for it, but they touted. They touted their Limit, Save, Grow Act. That's the act. Well, limit, that. And they vowed they, that it would never limit, they, Border they, they voted for and touted it, right? This is an act. And this would have forced the elimination of 2,000 Border Patrol agents. That's what this act that they touted, that they voted for uh, in the House. Uh, so that was their proposal, and and that was so what they, they voted for back in, in May. Folks, she's just making this whole thing up. She's just making it up. I, I, I don't even know what to tell you. You understand, like, being a leftist, their entire guiding ethos is to lie right to your freaking face and assume you're dumb enough to be a useful idiot and accept it? Nothing they tell you is true, ever. You ever heard the, you know, more guns, more crime myth? That when you enact constitutional carry or shall issue gun laws in a Second Amendment state, which should be a Second Amendment country, but most sadly, a lot of these lib states hate the Second Amendment. You ever heard that myth? Oh yeah. Constitutional yeah. carry, Joe. It's going to be guns everywhere. Everyone's going to kill each other. How painful do you think? I'm showing you again, if you're a liberal, you're probably an imbecile and you're lied to all the time. How painful you think it was for this local news station to have to air this story on a state that enacted some, got rid of some garbage gun confiscation nonsense and gun crime went down. How painful you think it was for them to have to air this? Watch this. I remember back on June 13th, the state began allowing citizens to carry a concealed weapon without a permit. The study looked at gun violence in the state's eight largest cities. Six saw less gun crimes after the law changed. The data spans from June 2021 to June 2023. Folks, absolutely nothing these people tell you is real. I'm really sorry if you're a liberal watching this show on live stream with 108,000 other people. I'm really sorry that you're so stupid you can't actually do your own homework. But these people lie to you all the time. Why? Because the fourth estate media refuses to hold them to account. Yeah, you'll get an occasional Washington Post fact check about some gross error to make it appear, put on a patina of authenticity. They never, ever, ever, ever stop these people from the systemic lying. I want to get to this last one first. Here's what here's the remnants of that. Liberal policies are allowed to continue and lies are allowed to continue. So what happens? You have things like defund the police movements, which leads to mask shop, mass shoplifting, which leads to stores like Walgreens having to go out of business in certain areas or pull shops from certain areas because liberals won't enforce the law. Then what do they do? They turn around and blame racism. Watch this from Boston, this local news report about what happened when Walgreens pulled out, completely glossing over the fact that the place is run by total liberal lunatics who refuse to enforce the law. Check this out. 
Why do you think they target black and brown communities? I think because they get no pushback. But they're now getting pushback. Protesting alongside dozens of other frustrated customers fighting to keep this Walgreens open. Don't we need to have something in the community to help the black, the elderly, the sick? You know what I'm saying? They can't go far. The problem boils down to accessibility, says former Boston NAACP president turned health care advocate Michael Curry. The communities where they're closing these pharmacies are communities where people are uh, disparately impacted by disease, you know, two or three times higher rates in cancer, diabetes, heart disease, where life expectancy can be 15, 20 years less. While this isn't the only Walgreens or pharmacy chain set to close location in the coming weeks, Curry says it begs this question. What is your obligation? What is your expectation as a corporate citizen to do what's right for those communities beyond what's right just for your bottom line? Again, notice the victim mentality. Oh, look at us. Poor us. Never, ever analyzing what the real problem is in these communities. This isn't a race thing. They have a responsibility to shareholders to not bankrupt them and make money. Why don't you call out the government that allows these pernicious come in and steal whatever you want policies? Because that would be too. Then you'd have to call out liberals on their bullshit. They don't want to do it. Yeah, folks, it's just so freaking irritating, man. I'm really uh, sorry for the, the uh, maybe too much heat today on the show. I just every, every day I put the show together. I can't believe people fall for this bullshit every single day. The evidence is right there in front of you. Don't miss the radio show coming up in just a few minutes. You can uh, live stream it here. Rumble.com slash Bongino. If you want to watch a video of it, we appreciate it. Join us every day. Download the Rumble app. Big surprises ahead. Download the Rumble app. Do it today. Set up an account. Get in the chat. We'd love to have you. Thank you to the 109,000 people who joined us today. We so deeply appreciate it. I will see you back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.